on May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. If you like Dreamtown, the story of Adelanto, and want access to early ad-free episodes, join Friends of the Pod. Crooked's new subscription community at crooked.com slash friends. Hey there. Don't blame me for being a little fuzzy on the details from that last chapter. Stevanna and her friends on the city council had to clean things up after the previous regime let the cannabis industry run roughshod all over town. And it seemed like every time they looked under a rock they learned about just how crazy things had gotten under the watch of Mayor Kerr, Bug, and Germain. Tech bros, a Russian oligarch, not to mention a big old budget deficit. <laughs> but I think Stefana might have learned that it's real hard to run a town like Atalanto without getting a little dirt on you, whether you mean to or not. It's not a good night for the Saints, Adelanto's high school football team. Adelanto comes into the game at one and seven overall. They are going to the Adelanto cheerleaders and marching band are doing their best to stoke some school spirit. But it's cold and windy, and the Saints are struggling. The Saints are playing their rival, Silverado High, from the neighboring town of Victorville. Tonight, the rivalry between these two high desert cities is playing out on the football field. And like so often happens when they face off, Adelanto is losing. Kick went out of bounds. It's tough being a Saints fan. The team has historically not been very good. They weren't a good team, I think, before I even got there. There was only like three wins out of the school history. This is Angel Ochoa. He was the quarterback for the Saints years back in 2018. And he's right about the team being terrible. Before he joined, they'd never had a winning season. But Angel was optimistic that he and his teammates could turn things around. I'm a competitor and I like challenges, so turning a program around is it's not a big deal to me. If any challenge comes my way, I'm going to conquer it. The Saints also had something else going for them. A new coach, Gali Wadud. And under Wadud's leadership, the team made Adelanto Saints history. That year, the Saints had an unprecedented season. They won game after game, even made it into the playoffs. And then, all the way to the division championship. In the championship game, the Saints faced off against the Orange Vista Coyotes in a nail-biter. In the final minutes of the game, with the Saints up 20-15, to 15, they held off the Coyotes' final drive as the clock ticked down to zero. And that was it. 
For the first time in team history, the Adelanto Saints were champions. But in Adelanto, it seems that success is never straightforward. Even the high school football team's spectacular championship season was dragged into yet another political scandal involving City Hall, expensive jewelry, and a cannabis entrepreneur. And this scandal created a rift between Stevana Evans and her ally, Mayor Gabriel Reyes. A rift that threatened her political future. You've lied to me and you've plotted behind my back to do things? I'm sorry, I can't trust you. This latest scandal begged the question, was this new council really putting an end to Adelanto's long history of corruption? Or were they continuing? From Crooked Media, this is Dreamtown, the story of Adelanto. Chapter 6, Ring of Truth. Gabriel Reyes is sort of like the prodigal son of Adelanto. After growing up in the city, he had dreams of making it somewhere beyond the city limits. And he made it almost as far as you can get without leaving America. January of 2009, I moved to Hawaii. And then, after five years of living in paradise, he came back to Adelanto for a visit. When I came back to visit, I was coming up the hill, and I'm like, wow, Victorville is blowing up. Apple Valley is blowing up. Hesperia is blowing up. And I'm just like, and Adelanto is still, Adelanto is, you know, a little disappointing, right? To just see so much growth and the city be, be stagnant. Reyes had worked in multi-level marketing and he had his own credit repair business. And he figured if he could be successful in those ventures, how much harder could it be to rebuild his hometown? It was one of those, you know, if we can create an addictive culture, a contagious culture, like in, 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 our, in our business, politics shouldn't be that different. What was my mindset, right? Obviously, it's very different, um, but I came in with that mindset, and um, that was, uh, I guess, catalyst to make me consider about even getting involved in politics. When I asked Mayor Reyes about the Adelanto Saints championship season, he felt it was yet another sign that his hometown was destined for an era of prosperity. That was a great, a great, great time, right? Culture is very, very important. And I felt that we started off with a big shift from the last administration. So when we came in with the new administration, a new, fresh council, you know, me coming in as mayor, then the high school winning the championship. It was just like a winning culture. And it just felt, it, it felt amazing. Reyes had been waiting his whole life to see this kind of shift happen in Adelanto, the city his parents brought him to when he was young. Reyes's parents immigrated to America from Mexico and initially settled in Los Angeles. 
I was born in East LA and my parents wanted a quote unquote better life for me, right? So they bought a home here in Adelanto in uh, June of 92. You know, people say that you're a product of your environment, right? Where I grew up in Adelanto, I grew up on the north side of Adelanto um, off of Crippen and Astor. Growing up, Reyes and his friends would play football in the street. And one day, when he was eight years old, his dad came up to him and asked him a question. My dad said, you know, mijo, if there's anything that you would want, like, in Adelanto, what would it be? I was like, oh, a rec center. I'm tired of, you know, when we play sideline pop, always getting all scabbed up and beat up and, you know, almost getting hit by the cars or or hurt or, or breaking someone's window because of the football. It's just like, I wish we just had somewhere safe where we could go and just play and be kids. You know, and he's just like, perfect. You're going to speak at city council next week. I'm like, city what? Eventually, the day came. And eight-year-old Reyes, in his little shirt and tie, made his way into the council chambers, holding his handwritten speech. I remember being nervous because my dad brought everyone from the church He went and got the neighborhood. Like, he got all of his friends. He got people from work. We probably had like 150 people in that chambers. And I was scared. He nervously approached the council and began to speak. My name is Gabriel Reyes. I'm eight years old. Thank you for your time. Dear mayor and members of the council and members of the audience. And the response was obviously positive, right? So then, standing ovation... Young Gabriel had spoken up, not just for himself, but for all the kids in Adelanto. And then, absolutely nothing changed. Nothing ever happened. We don't have a rec center still. We don't have somewhere where kids can go and play. 23 years later, the tables had turned. It was now Reyes' job to sit on the dais and listen to the citizens. And he came into office as a close ally of Stevana Evans, along with another newly elected council member, Jerry Hernandez. Stevana sometimes called them the squad. And when they took office, the council appointed Stevana as mayor pro tem, basically vice mayor. That was the same year the Adelanto Saints won the division championship. The mayor was a big supporter of the football team. He was friends with coach Gali Wadud, and often attended games. Coach is a, is a great man. He's a great coach. Um, actually, we just talked yesterday. After the Saints won the championship, Coach Wadud and Reyes talked about ways to celebrate the kids. And one subject that came up was the championship rings. Each player was entitled to a ring. And according to Reyes, the superintendent of the school district offered to cover the cost of the championship rings for the students. And there was commitments that were made by the superintendent at the time that um, he was going to buy the rings. Rings were ordered, rings were ready to go, and when it came to pay, the school district backed out. So the students set out to raise the money themselves. I saw on my Facebook kids, like, posting a GoFundMe. Like, kids who just won a championship should not be having to raise the money for their championship rings. And Mayor Reyes wanted to help the students raise the money. He says he was able to get someone to write a check 
for the full cost of the rings. It came from a place where a lot of the money in Adelanto was coming from, the weed industry. In this case, the benefactor was a cannabis event promoter who went by the name Dr. K. This agreement was made about a month after the mayor and the new council members were sworn into office. It happened during a meeting at the Adelanto Stadium. The meeting was about a festival that Dr. K was putting on at the stadium called Kushtak. Reyes says that city manager Jesse Flores wanted him to meet with Dr. K and talk about contributions that he could make to the city. You know, closed mouths don't get fed, right? So um, we're having a meeting and I'm like, hey, Dr. K, um, by chance, uh, can you bless our community? I got a high school, kids just won the championship. Long story short, superintendent backed out and brings it to get paid for. Didn't tell him how much it was. He just said, consider it done. Reyes says that Dr. K agreed to donate the money for the rings, but it wasn't as simple as that. A few months later, Stevana met with the manager of the Adelanto Stadium. Because the stadium is owned by the city, he issued regular reports on the stadium's finances. But the manager noticed a discrepancy. He says, you know, that this is what Dr. K said. And I said, okay, well, what's the problem? The problem had to do with Kushtak, the weed festival put on by Dr. K. Dr. K owed the stadium, and therefore the city, $15,000 for hosting Kushtak. But instead of paying this bill, he told the stadium manager that his debt to the stadium had been forgiven in exchange for paying for the championship rings. But this hadn't been reflected in the initial report, and the stadium manager was wondering if he should fix this. Stevana didn't see anything wrong with the arrangement, and she says she told him, yes, he should change the report so that the credit was properly accounted for. We asked the city for a copy of the report, but they said it doesn't exist. And I said, you need to just report it the way it happened. If there was a credit given, just put there was a credit. Just be honest with the people so we can move forward. So that's what happened. But when the report came out, Stevana says the mayor was upset. The mayor was very livid, you know, told me I'm, I'm trying to send him to jail and I'm throwing him under the bus. And I'm, why did I tell city management to change the report and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, bro, like we have to report what happened. To Stevana, this response from the mayor was really strange. And she felt blindsided after the report came out and Mayor Reyes accused her of being the one who promised Dr. K the credit. Reyes says that when he left the initial meeting with Dr. K, Stevana stayed behind and spoke with Dr. K alone. He claims that he left before me. That's not accurate. According to Stevana, everyone left the meeting at the same time. And that was the end of the discussion between her and Dr. K. Now, I just want to pause here and explain something. Accepting a donation like the one Dr. K made for the rings is technically legal. It's also totally legal for the city to issue a credit to Dr. K. The problem is that an exchange like this has to go through the proper channels. And neither Stevana nor the mayor had the authority to do this on their own. The mayor claimed he had a text message from Dr. K proving that Stevana was the one who promised him the credit. And when we spoke, 
He pulled out his phone and showed it to me. So this is a message from Dr. K where he says, uh, Hey, Mary Reyes, Dr. K here. I would love to go over the rings for the football team. Can we get an invoice from the company making the rings so that we can file it for W-9? I'd gladly pay by CC or cashier's check. And then he says, in return, I believe Councilwoman Evans mentioned we can pay back the investment through the rental fee at the stadium. Do you think it's possible that maybe he just said that even without Savannah saying it to try to make it happen? I mean, just to hope that you would agree to it. Um, like when you say, mom said I could go to my friend's house and have a sleepover, even though your right, mom never right. said that. Do you think that could have happened? That, that that could have happened? I reached out to Dr. K, but he did not respond to my interview request. So what was the significance of this dispute over the credit and the budget report? Was it illegal or was it merely unethical? Was someone trying to cover their tracks? It does appear that both the mayor and Stevana made some mistakes in the way they handled the situation, which makes sense, given just how green they were at the time. We were a month in this council. When, when we had the conversation with the promoter, 25, not even 20 days technically in office, right, as new elected council members. She made a commitment that ultimately she couldn't have made. She didn't have the authority to do. And got caught up in it and chose to, you know, focus on herself. And Stevana says the same thing about Reyes, that he simply made a mistake, but that the cover-up was the bigger issue. I could support you in that. You made a mistake. That happens. You were two months in. I cannot support lying to the community. I can't do it. Another thing that everyone agrees on is that this incident was a turning point in the relationship between Stevana and the mayor. 100%. That's exactly where it turned. A rift started to form between them. And that rift might have benefited some people, like Jesse Flores, the city manager, who was arguably the most powerful person at City Hall, someone who was hired by the previous administration. We were buddies. Me and him had all these great dreams we were going to do, and We always had these big ideas of things we wanted to do, and I had a real good rapport with Jesse. This is Rachel Carranza. She was an employee at City Hall for 18 years. And she wasn't the only one who liked Flores. Mayor Kerr was also a staunch supporter of Flores. He and the previous council promoted him to the position of economic development director. And then Rachel noticed a change in Flores' behavior. Jesse started pulling away from, like, staff and from me, too. And him and Kerr got real close once Kerr got elected. Then Mayor Kerr had Rachel's boss, the much-loved city manager, fired. And the city council appointed Jesse Flores as the new city manager. I think that's the point where I started seeing things shifting to another direction. Rachel says that under Flores' leadership, Morale inside City Hall started to sour. It was like a family there. It's like everything went to hell. You know, I mean, everything went bad. Um, He pretty much, he did a voluntary layoff for all the employees uh, who wanted to take it. A lot of, um, no, I was the only one that took it, but a lot of people after I left got fired. So I'm kind of glad I took it because I didn't, I, I could see what was coming. 
Flores had been in office during the last four years of the legal weed frenzy and the corruption scandals that would end in charges and jail time for multiple members of the city council. But throughout this turbulent period, Flores managed to remain in power. He was never charged with anything, but lots of people in Adelanto were convinced that he was guilty of something. And because of his close alliance with Mayor Kerr, whose home had been raided by the FBI, and with Jermaine Wright, who had been convicted of bribery, many people thought that when Stevana, Hernandez, and Mayor Reyes came to power, promising to rid the city of corruption, their first move would be to fire Jesse Flores. But surprisingly, they didn't. I told Jesse when I first got elected in 2018, and I said, I'm not going to base my relationship on you based on what people say about you. That's not how I operate. I'm going to give you, you, you have 100% of my trust, and it's up even, to you to keep Even that. knowing how he was connected to everything that yeah. went down with Kerr and yeah. all that. that yep. didn't, that didn't, no. You weren't concerned about that. I mean, I had a, of course you have a little bit of, I'm definitely watching you. Right, I'm watching. I'm not stupid, but I'm I'm watching. But I'm I'm also not going to base things because what you learn now, four years in, what sometimes the perception is so far from the truth. But Stevana's faith in Flores was short-lived. She says that soon after she was elected, she started to see ways that Flores, simply put, was not good at his job, and she brought her concerns to Mayor Reyes. Yo, bro, I think we need to let him go. I think this is what's happening. We're meeting for dinner or whatever, and we're having these conversations privately. Stevana says that the mayor was in agreement with her about firing Flores. But before they had a chance to act on it, the chaos with the rings unfolded. And Stevana believes that Flores used the ring scandal as a wedge to divide her and Reyes. I reached out to Jesse Flores, but he did not respond to my request for an interview. Regardless of all this, Stevana moved forward. That's after the break. Today is August 14th, 2019. We're going to go ahead and get started with our regular meeting of the Avalanto City Council. About five months after the ring scandal, the council met for the regular meeting and a motion came up for a vote. Yes, for the future items, um, I, I guess the proper procedure now is to bring to vote. And for our next city council meeting, I'd like to make a motion to bring um, a public employee discipline dismissal release uh, present to government code section 54957. If you didn't know anything about Adelanto politics, this one-minute exchange would have seemed like just another boring procedural vote. But this vote was actually a big deal. It was a motion to basically fire Jesse Flores, though you would never know that because his name is not mentioned. He is merely referred to as public employee. As the votes were announced, Ed Camargo voted in favor of removing Flores. Mandu Roja. Yep. Roja. Councilor Camargo. Yes. And then comes the high drama. When it gets to council member Jerry Hernandez, the swing vote, and the third member of Stevana's squad, he takes a long pause before announcing his vote. Councilor Hernandez. 
No. Councilor Jeanette? No. Mayor Fortem Evans? Yes. And Mayor Reyes? No. Motion fails. Stevana and Camargo were the only two in favor of axing Flores. So with a 3-2 vote, it failed. And Jesse Flores remained the city manager. So was that long pause nothing? Or was Hernandez second-guessing his vote? In any case, Hernandez had chosen a side, and it wasn't Stevana's. And now that Stevana had publicly voted to fire Flores, she had drawn her line in the sand against Flores. And then, just two weeks later... Today is August 28th, 2019, getting started here at 7.02. A new motion was put before the council by Mayor Reyes. This one was to remove Stevana from her position as mayor pro tem, essentially demoting her back to a regular council member. I am making the request, you know, to have Mayor Pro Tem Evans removed as Mayor Pro Tem and asking if we can vote and I'll motion that we appoint Jerry Hernandez as uh, Mayor Pro Tem. Reyes alleged that Stevana had lied about giving Dr. K the stadium credit. Um, So before we do that, I would like to make a statement as well. Stevana did not believe that this vote was happening because of the championship ring issue. She believed she was being removed as retaliation for wanting to fire Jesse Flores. I think it's a travesty for this council to be replacing me as mayor pro tem just because I have a disagreement and grievance with the city manager. I have fulfilled all my duties as mayor pro tem, and I have been a strong advocate for our city. There is simply no legitimate reason for this action. It appears as a naked and purely political power move that is a dangerous president to be setting in our city. And now, she also thought that Reyes had conspired against her. First with Jesse Flores, and now with Jerry Hernandez. By promising to give him Stevana's pro tem position in exchange for voting to remove Stevana and for voting to keep Flores on as city manager. So with that being said... You are a representation of myself as well as Mayor Pro Tem. I didn't want to go into major discussions about this, but with your comment, the trust is not there. Just before the vote to remove Stevana, the mayor, seated on the dais, spoke directly to Stevana. This has nothing to do with your opinion or your or how you feel towards the city manager. You clearly have stated to me and several people, if you have been lied to or you don't trust that we should terminate the city manager. Mayor Pro Tem, you have lied to me, and I don't trust you. So how can I have you as my Mayor Pro Tem? I have no political motive. My motive is the city of Adelanto. Putting Adelanto first, whether the decisions are easy, hard, or whatever the case may be, that's that's the oath that I took. So you made your remarks, city attorney. I motion that we remove Stevana Evans as Mayor Pro Tem, and that we appoint Jerry Hernandez as Mayor Pro Tem. And I motion that. We'll go with that, but I don't think that's accurate. So I just want to, for the record, to reflect that it's not accurate. You guys do it however you've seen fit. Stevana had said all she could in her defense. Now it was time for the vote. Roll call, please. Yes, Your Honor. Councilmember Camargo? 
Nay. Councilmember Hernandez? Yes. Councilmember Jeanette? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Evans? No. And Mayor Reyes? Yes. Motion passes. Longtime city council member Ed Camargo was the other person to vote in support of Stevana besides herself. Her two former allies, Jerry Hernandez and Mayor Reyes, joined Joy Jeanette, making it a 3-2 vote, which meant Hernandez would be replacing Stevana as mayor pro tem. I feel like they did that in exchange for my mayor pro tem seat, which is fine. I don't care. But I, I really think that's what happened. The Ring scandal was a turning point for politics in Adelanto. A seed of distrust had been planted. The new majority had not even been in power a year before they'd all turned against each other. It was a huge change, a huge turning point for me. You know, it's where I, I finally saw how ugly and nasty things can be. Um, it taught me a lot. One, that I can't be as trusting as people as I was. Now I'm like, what do you want? And it... it it changed me on a, on a personal level as well, just how I, how I move through life for sure. Personally, professionally, it, I, I didn't want people calling me like, hey, I want you to meet so-and-so for what? Whereas before I was like, sure, let me, let's have a conversation. No, I need to understand what, the, what, what is the point of this meeting and, what, and who all is going to be there? And what are we, what are we talking? I need an agenda and we ain't going off the agenda and, and I need to approve and who's saying what and what are they not saying? And it just, it made life a little bit harder. And I, I think it made me, not be as naive. And, and I had to take off those rose-colored glasses that I didn't realize I had on, you know? How did it feel to, like, come in as the squad and all that happened almost immediately, right? Like, within a month or... It sucked. It sucked. You think that you can do all these things and it's going to be easy to make the change and it's going to... And and as quick as, as you get in is as quick as people start lobbying and, and you know, making... I, I hate the word deals, but, you know, different different things start happening and relationships start forming and... And, you know, that the game of politics are horrible and it makes people do ugly things. But if everybody that thought politics was horrible just threw their hands up, then what happens? We have to get in and we have to be willing to change the game. When Stevana, Hernandez, and Reyes came to power, there was so much hope in the city that they were finally getting a fresh start. And these new council members would lead the city out of its troubled past. But then, this seemingly innocuous mistake exposed some darker truths about politics and power. These council members couldn't even make it a month before they were embroiled in a power struggle. And depending on who you believed, it was either an issue of someone putting their reputation above their principles, or the city manager was a corrupt holdover from the previous administration. Regardless of what was true, it was going to be a rough road ahead for Stevana. There was still so much that she wanted to accomplish. But with her political alliance gone, the big question was, would she be able to do the work? That's next time. If you loved this episode of Dreamtown, the story of Adelanto, you can hear the next episode right now. For early, ad-free access, join Friends of the Pod, Crooked's new subscription community, at crooked.com slash friends. 
Adelanto is an original podcast from Crooked Media. It's hosted, written, and executive produced by me, David Weinberg. Nick White is our story editor. Angel Carreras is our associate producer. Sound design, mix, and mastering by Brendan Baker of Phenomophon. Our theme song is by Icarus himself. And our original score is by Eric Phillips. Fact-checking by Amy Tardiff. Additional production help from Inez Maza, Sydney Rapp, and Kobe Copeland. Thanks to Betsy Zyko for narrating portions of the show. From Crooked Media, our executive producers are Sarah Geismer, Katie Long, and Mary Knopf. With special thanks to Allison Falzetta, Lyra Smith, Andrew Leland, Richard Parks III, Shaka Molly, and Katya Epikina. Ashley's Memorial Day sale is going on now. Shop our biggest selection of hot buys, cool deals, or shop limited time savings on new summer spaces. Plus, get 72-month special financing on select in-store mattress purchases made with your Ashley Advantage Synchrony credit card between May 14th and June 3rd. Whether you're redecorating indoors or rethinking your outdoor space, save big on this season's trending styles. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. No minimum purchase required. See store for details.